Welcome to another episode of Touching the King. This is your girl, Cliche. I hope all is well wherever you are, wherever you're listening. I pray the blessing of the Lord is upon your life, which I know it is. Why? Because you're here and you're listening to today's podcast. And I am sure that the Lord is going to meet you right where you are. So today I have a short message. Um, Today's topic is, are you fit? Amen. And we're going to be coming from Luke chapter 9, verse 62. And I want to go ahead and pray before we get into today's message. Heavenly Father, it's in the mighty name of Jesus that we thank you. Thank you for this time, Father God, as you expand your word, Father God, and as you encourage us and inspire us through your word, Father God, to keep us, Lord God, and to continue to increase our faith, Father God, as we move towards the things of God in all endeavors, Lord. We thank you for opening up our minds, Father God, and keeping our hands to the plow, Lord God, in the mighty name of Jesus, and we thank you for what you've done on the cross. Thank you for this time spent, uh, Father God, in fellowship with one another as we, Father God, honor you during this time of study. And it's in Jesus' name that we do pray. Amen. Amen. So again, we're coming from chapter, uh, I'm sorry, we come from Luke chapter 9, verse 62. And Jesus said unto him, No man having put his hand to the plow, and looking back, is fit for the kingdom of God. Amen. How can you go forward in life but still be mentally stuck in the past? It's not possible because where the mind goes, the body follows. Once you have committed to something, a task, or someone, the deal has already been done. There is no need to go back down memory lane unless it brings honor to where you currently are or where you're presently headed with your new commitment. When we take time to look back, we must be careful about the things we ponder about. It can be a sign of gratefulness or remorse slash regret about your current state. Imagine a friend talking about the past when you are single and calling them the good old days. When you were single and calling them the good old days. But now you're married and you agreed with the statement. This can be very unpleasing to your spouse to hear and cause them to doubt the state, the current status of your marriage. It can open a door that can lead to downwards, can lead to a downward spiral of divorcement. When things like this happen, even if your marriage is going great, it can cause you to start to question your own marriage and quickly you must put a rest and quickly you must put to rest any doors of doubt. Reaffirm in the in the conversation. Reaffirm in the conversation and to your spouse that you are pleased and grateful for them in your life. Realize your past is the past for a reason and your present is a blessing. Amen. The Bible tells us in Philippians 3, 12 through 14, not that I have already attained or am already perfect, but I press on that I may lay hold of that which Christ Jesus has already laid hold of me. Brethren, I do not count myself to have apprehended, but one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forward to those things that are ahead. I press towards the goal for the prize of the upward call of God in Christ Jesus. Amen. You can't move into a new relationship, better yet, a a new thing while being attached to your mistakes. If you were hindered in any way, don't bring that into your new. 
Most often, relationships suffer the most when we hold on to past mistakes. It hinders you from getting to know new people who may be a part of your future, and it stops us from taking on taking on doors of opportunity in other areas of our life. Okay, maybe you didn't pass the last test, but you still but you can this time. Stay committed to your vision. Keep God in it. No matter the bumps and bruises, keep on moving. Let go and learn from your past mistakes. And most importantly, as my apostle daughter Annie would say, did you get the lesson out of the lesson? Not letting go of your past does not only limit you to relationships, but honestly, it just limits you in everything concerning you. It just limits you everything concerning you. For all have sinned and fallen short of the glory, and all are justified freely by his grace through redemption that came by Christ Jesus. As parents teach their children daily the difference between right and wrong, it's ultimately the child's decision and what path they will take. God gives us free will, and with it, we are allowed to make choices. Now, the thing about these choices is that they will fail you when you honor you and only you. But when you honor God and others, they will benefit you. See, it's still a heart thing. Do nothing from selfish or empty conceit through fictional motives or strife, but with an attitude of humility, being neither arrogant nor selfish. Regard others as more important than yourselves. Philippians chapter 2 verse 3. Amplified version. Amen. Commitment requires immediate action. Once you have signed the contract, you are now responsible for everything written, everything in between the lines. It is now your top priority. As so with your relationship and commitment to God, Jesus Christ signed a dotted line for us with blood. And so have we once we receive him as our Lord and Savior. The difference with him is that he won't divorce us. Committing requires that you let go of you for us with no regrets. Remember, your best days are ahead of you. No looking back. Amen. Job 8, is Job chapter 8 verse 7 tells us, Though thy beginning was small, yet thy latter end shall greatly increase. Amen. And then we have in Haggai chapter 2 verse 9, The glory of the latter house shall be greater of the former, saith the Lord of hosts. And in this place will I give peace, saith the Lord of hosts. Amen. All right. So I hope today's message has blessed you. I hope it reminds you to stay committed. And whatever God has already put your hand on, continue to do it. No matter what it looks like. No matter how hard it gets. No matter if you make a mistake, get back up and keep going. Right? Because His grace is sufficient for you. Amen. And God is going to make sure he see it through. Why? Because he put you to it. He put you up to it. And because he put you up to it, that means actually it's his plan and not yours. And God's plan shall come to pass. Amen. There's nothing you can do to stop his plans. All right. And guess what? We already know the story of who was it that was trying to <laughs> that was trying to away from the assignment. Uh, can't think of his name right now, but he definitely had to get in that fish. Okay, and the fish took him right on to his assignment. I cannot believe I can't think of his name right now. But anyway, God's plan shall come to pass. 
No matter how many times you try to run away, no matter if it hurts, why? Because guess what? It's all a process anyway. Life is a process. There's a process for the process. Amen. All right. God want to take you here, but guess what? It's a process to get there. You want to go to school? It's a process to get that degree. You want to you wanna start that business? It's a process to learn how to work and do that business efficiently. It's a process when you're getting married to a person that maybe you've never met before. All right. And they have a whole family that you don't know. It's a process of getting to know them. All right. And in this process, you might make mistakes. You might say something that might offend somebody. Apologize and keep it moving. Ask for forgiveness. They don't give it to you. Well, guess what? You already, you asked them, hey, please forgive me. I do apologize. I didn't mean to offend. And after that, you've done all you can do. All right. Everything is a process from a child at the age of infancy going to the age of five. It's a process going to the age of 13. It's a process. Everything has a process and do not get discouraged because of your process. Do not get discouraged because in the process you made some mistakes. We've all made mistakes. We've all there was only one that was perfect and his name is Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. So don't don't let it stop you. Keep going. All right. And and again, once you've already committed to that thing, stay committed. God honors commitment. Amen. As long as it's not going against him (laughs) and what he says, stay committed. As long as while you're committed, you're letting him guide you in this commitment. Stay committed. All right. You're seeking his face during the whole thing. Stay committed. Amen. And don't look back. Yes, we know as we start these new journeys, as we start these new endeavors and these new open doors that God is opening for his people, we understand that, right? But what I'm saying is in the process of doing that, don't look back. Don't look back on wonder years or or you wish this or you wish that. Why? Because guess what? If that was the case, you wouldn't be where you are today. If it was that good in You know, if you're referring to your past and if it was that good, why are you not still in that state? There's a reason why you move out of that position, because it's not as good as what it tries to remember. All right. Don't do that. Don't do it. Let God let God lead you. Be grateful for where he currently has you and where he's taking you. And again, um, when you're referring to your past, just be grateful for where he brought you from. You don't want to look. You don't want to look at your past and be like, oh, yeah, I remember, man, we used to do it. <laughs> it's kind of like you're cheating. It really is. I mean, again, imagine if um, uh, in a married couple, right, and one of the spouses is talking to an old friend, and they used to talk about good old days, referring to when they were single. Now, think about how that would make the other spouse feel. When you're saying the good old days, it's before you met them. Mm-hmm. Now that can cause riffraff. Yes, I said riffraff. In your relationship. Because it can cause you to doubt because you said it out of your mouth. And now, of course, the enemy is going to use that against you. As well as he's going to use that when he'll use it to go into the ear of your spouse. And now, um, doubt creates no not trusting. Not being able to trust one another. Because... They assume that you rather be somewhere else. Hmm. 
And that just opens a door and a can of worms that you do not want to walk in. All right, so be mindful of the things when you reminisce and you ponder upon your past and, you know, about letting things go. All right, when you want to do better, you got to let some things go. You got to let them go. You have another priority. All right? You have another priority. And sorry about those that feel offended because you kept your priority. Priority. They'll understand one day. Just like your children. When you got to go to work, but they want to spend all day with mommy or daddy, but you got to go to work. They don't understand you're setting them up for success by you going to work because guess what? You're paying for their college by doing that. But they don't understand that then. All right? You, you know, you got to make a decision. All right. So I will talk to you later. Remember, this is your girl Cliche, and I want you to remember to be vigilant, stay in prayer, and watch the hand of God move your life. Love you. Bye.